Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies, presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill, and brought to you by On Tap Sportsnet. I'm your host Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at bdon300. And today I'm coming to you live from the Coastal Carolina press conference here at the Chesick Practice Facility, and I'm joined by All Conference receiver Trayvon Rudolph. Trey, how are you today? I'm doing good. Can't say I'm doing too bad. Yeah, you're just talking about you know you get an opportunity to go down to Florida, you get an opportunity to play another football game, but this year, we really saw you grow into your own as a receiver. What would you say for this year meant to you as far as personal growth into a, being a college receiver? I'll say, personally, I knew that, you know, everyone was going to know Tyrese Richie was a target. So when they had probably doubled him or anything, I knew I had to step up and make plays and make catches that, you know, that was coming to me. Has uh, been kind of like a one-up thing? Because you guys are cousins, so it's like Ty goes and does something, and then you're like, all right, but watch this. Like, I'm going to go do this now. Uh, it was, it's not a one-up, but I'll say coming here, I looked at him just because he made catches and he, he run routes that I probably don't see NFL players make and, you know, do. So I'll say I looked up to him coming here just really on his hands. I try to get my hands almost and better than his just because – because testing, like 100% contesting, he's still catching the ball. So, oh, yeah. yeah, so I'm just trying to get my hands like that. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to, like, the whole pro day process and his opportunity to right. try and get signed with the NFL team. I'm looking for – he's done so, so well for us over the years. But let's talk about you. So, the, the I think it was either the game that you went down or the game after he went down. Three, three entire football fields, 309 yards against Kent State. You had a record-setting performance most in program history. What got into you that night? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's when uh, Richie went down. So I knew I was going to have to step up big time. And I'm telling Rocky, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to step up. I'm here. So yeah. whatever you need, I got you. So what's just going through my mind? Detail, catch, don't overthink nothing. And I was just being myself, you know, trying to get open, trying to just to help the team, you know, win the game just because we were on like a five game win streak. Yeah. So, and we just still trying, still trying to prove to other teams, like we're here, like y'all are not gonna, you know, we're not backing down to nobody. We're physical and we're gonna show you what, who we are and what we're about. Well, and as someone who's, who's gonna be here next year, you guys are going from the hunters to the hunted because now you got that target on your back. But one thing I will say is, uh, I like got everyone that is in my store, like friends, family, like so invested in your guys' season. And like of all the people that they got to watch play, the most electric and almost every single favorite was you because it's just like 75 yard, 65 yard, deep catch. That catch in the MAC championship was a very great catch. I just saw like the the slow mo because I guess the video guy on the sideline, bro, he had the best angle. I don't know if you saw the yeah, video. Uh, I didn't. I haven't seen that video yet, but I know that he was behind me and recorded it. Watch sure. the cut up video that NIU football put out today. It has like that oh, angle man. of the catch where it's got your toe and everything. But so you have a very interesting story. So you had one of the the cooler walk on videos in college football of all last year, but you go from walk on to All-American, to All-Conference, to Conference Champion this year. Can you give advice to some players that are thinking about walking on at a program but maybe hesitant? I'll say walking on, you know, it's not easy just because you're not guaranteed a spot, you're not guaranteed a scholarship. But I'll say walk on, it's not a bad thing. You can have 10 plus, 10 plus scholarships and still be a walk on. There's nothing yeah. wrong with any walk, uh, being a walk on. But I will say, when you do walk on to any program, make sure you're always there bef probably before everybody. Make sure you're always giving 100% regardless of how tired you are and just have your head in your place regardless if it's on yeah. defense often. Make sure you're studying. So when something do happen or someone do go down, you're ready to hop up and you're giving 100%, 110% because, yeah, he might have went down, but it's you coming in and it's like he never left just because – you, you bring that thud like everybody else did. Yeah, the next man up mentality. Yeah. Coach Hammock talks about that a lot. Definitely. And um, so let's say this. So I know the first time we talked, which was last summer, that was a little over a year ago, we talked about your goals. Mm -hmm. I think they're all accomplished. I would, I would go out and say all three of them. Are, but what's the next big goal that you have that you want to accomplish here at NIU? Uh, i say next big goal now is just first team all, all conference now. You know, I got two, second team two years in a row. So I say now I got to get first team, first team and then try to be an All-American at kick return again. You know, I, 
you know, if it I was get a the stranger, there was right, a lot I, of kicks in the back of that end zone. And, you, you know, know, that, they, you know. I'm like the opportunity I get when they kick me the ball, I try to make that, you know, the best. But, yeah, you know, try to at least get that one more time before I leave here. And I say keep trying to get records. I'm, I'm 309. 309. You'll see so 350. I, yeah, I'm trying to break that one, you know. If I could, if I can. I was making gifts the night before the game, and uh, I put your face over the Randy Moss one where it's like three catches, three eights, or like two eighteen, three uh-huh. times. But I didn't get a chance to use it. I was like, I was so invested in like what was going on on the field. I didn't get a chance to use them all. But uh, what does it feel like to be a MAC champion? Take us through the celebration for you guys after the game on Saturday. I'll say um, I never won you know, a championship in football wise, but I've been there. So actually going back to, you know, a championship and but winning this time, yeah. it felt amazing, you know, just love the experience. But I say I've won a, a championship before it was in track. So it was just like the same feeling, you know, just a lot going through your head. You know, you finally did. You just finally proved everyone that what you can do and what you like do in the off season, you can accomplish a lot. I'm not surprised with the track. You've often seen <laughs> I'm sure you've seen the tweets that Trayvon Rudolph is the fastest yeah. man alive. But um, so let's go with finals being around this time of the year. Give yourself a, a letter grade for this season on your performance. Uh, I give me a B plus. Okay. I still have, you know, a lot of stuff I need to work on, you know, route running, you know, and just, you know, easy, easy balls that I should have caught this year that I didn't catch. So yeah. I say I give myself a B plus. And then this game against Coastal, Coach talked about they have a pretty solid defense, but what do you, you know, you always talk about what you can control, what you can control. What do you want to see from the offense in this game in order to win the game? I say, you know, we don't really, we don't really rush it. We, you know, we try to, we use the time a lot. So I say we do the basic stuff we've been doing every game, you know, the, the the clock, the time is our advantage. So we do that, you know, keep them guessing, move around. We, We should be all right. And then first bowl game for a lot of people on this team, for yourself included, but what does this opportunity mean to you? And then, too, you get a chance to go down to Florida, you get to go to Universal, a little bit of a 50-50 split where you get a couple days for, for leisure and then a couple days that are business. I'll say it means a lot just because I say this is my first official freshman year just because we have our official 12 games this year because I'm yeah. really a COVID freshman. So i say my official – having the opportunity to get a MAC championship and go to a bowl game means a lot. It gives me, you know, to experience that life, but also it being better just because it's in Florida. Yeah. I say, you know, I have my fun down there, but at the same time, I know it's a business trip. Yeah. And then too, like they had mentioned it in the press conference, you get the bowl game before Christmas and before new Year's, So you get an opportunity to go home and see your family. Well, you're actually on break from school. So it's not like a, a hectic time where you'd be on break and you, I got to go to practice. I got to do this. I got to do that. You get a little bit of, of you time, but um, talk about what it's been like playing alongside Rocky this year and what he's brought to that offense. I'll say Rocky, you know, he, he stepped up, you know, coming in here, he made sure like, yeah, um, you, you know, I'm the quarterback, so I need my receivers. We need, you know, get chemistry, making yeah. sure we all on board of what's going on. You know, he's a big role model leader. He makes sure everybody's on their stuff. So I say playing with him is the best thing just because he's a leader. Yeah. So he's teaching young guys and even the older guys that's leading also on the team stuff that they probably didn't know just become coming from a Big Ten yeah. and how different things they probably taught him he could bring and then he taught us too. And then one final one, uh, where can our listeners follow you at on social? Uh, I Instagram is underscore dot Rudolph Trayvon dot underscore. And then Twitter is Rudolph Trayvon. Then do you have any final thoughts ahead of, uh, it's now only a week away. It is December 10th today. So you're a week away from the bowl game. Any final thoughts ahead of this game against Coastal? Uh, You know, we're going to, mentality is just to go one and oh this week. Perfect. Well, everyone, that was Trayvon Rudolph. Uh, Coming up next, we're going to be speaking with CJ Brown. But Trayvon, I really do appreciate you for taking the time. And uh, best of luck. Make sure to have a lot of fun out there this week, too. All right. Thank you. Go Huskies. All right, everyone, now that we just finished up with NIU wide receiver Trayvon Rudolph, we're going to move to the defensive side of the ball. We're now going to be talking with NIU safety and an all-MAC safety, 
CJ Brown. CJ, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? So the last time we talked, or since the last time we've talked, you've been playing out of your mind. We talked, I think it was like week two or week three. Mm -hmm. uh, you've gotten several player of the week honors. You've got the player of the game in the MAC title and then all conference. What did this season mean to you for your own personal growth into your role on this team? So like personally, I went out there. I knew what kind of player I was. Like the accolades, I feel like I had those in high school. So I just wanted to transfer it to college really. And all I just needed was the opportunity to go out there and do what I had to do. And then you guys win the championship on Saturday in your home state. You're from Michigan. What did it feel like to win the MAC championship and then to in your home state? It was great. I had a lot of supporters there. A lot of people from Michigan came out to the game. Yeah. And just to show everybody, like, all the hard work we have done over the year, I feel like it's great just to see it all pay off. Are you a Lions fan, too? Oh, yeah, I'm a Lions fan. A little bit. So you got, the, you got to see the, the Lions win the yeah. next day, too. Yeah. Uh, we won't mm -hmm. say it's a coincidence that you guys go out there and play <laughs> the game of the year. Then, you know, with so many Michigan guys on the team, the Lions get one done the next day. But take us through your pick six. So, the, oh, yeah, so this one, too, because in the press conference you had me cracking up. But take us through the pick six. And then, quote, unquote, the moment you realize the defense can score, as you alluded to in the postgame presser. Uh, I just feel like. All week, we were sitting in the window waiting for the glance. So, just playing. I knew throughout the game, like, I, I was going to make a play on it. Yeah. And I knew, like, he was going to throw me eventually. So, the pressure from Mike Kennedy really helped it a lot because the pressure that he got, if he didn't get the pressure, I probably wouldn't have got the pick like I did. Exactly. So, it, it forced it to kind of wobble the ball. I saw it in the air, went up, got it, and then made a play on the ball and then took it to the end zone. Yeah, and a true deep. A, a true DB gives the, you know, the credit mm -hmm. to the line because they create the pressure to make the play. Uh, yeah. But this opportunity to go to a bowl game, uh, you get to go to an ideal location, which is Florida, Orlando. And then two, uh, you guys have stuff like Universal and other fun activities. What does that mean to you guys as a team? Uh, it means the world. I feel like, like I said earlier, like um, being, being on team bonding. So get to know the guys that kind of, you don't get to talk to really. Yeah, like being on defense, kind of like just talk to the safeties or a little bit the corners, kind of like because we are together a lot more. But try to get it around to the whole defense, the whole team. Yeah, and just really just go out there, have fun, and still like keep in mind the goal at hand to win the bowl game. Yeah, because if you really break down the numbers, I mean, what what we see on game day is about a little over half the team. There's a lot of people that are younger that don't dress the red shirt guys. There's probably what like 85 guys on the team, something like yeah. that. So it's a it's hard to get to know everyone uh, mm -hmm. on that level. But, yeah, this will give you guys a good opportunity. Um, how did it feel to have personally on the defensive side of the ball your guys' best performance in that pressure spot to go and win a championship? Because as they always say, defense wins championships. Yeah. It, it was great to see that because we know what we have. Like starting up front, like we have a great D-line, great linebackers that play downhill, and our DBs are – explosive players I can cover. So I just yeah. feel like see everybody to really go out there and play their best game. Like, shoot, like everyone on defense almost had their best game out there. Yeah. And it shows. Like, we end up, what, I think it might have been a shutout I have. Shutout, yeah, first yeah. time you guys had a shutout shout at the out half. half. And Those points I mean, at the end were like, yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> we, we knew what we had to do. And obviously we came up on top, so. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I, uh. I missed the beginning of the celebration because of that drive. Cause I was like trying mm -hmm. to do the score tweet and then press elevator jammed. And I'm just like, I'm like, I can never do anything. Right. But uh, <laughs> talk about the celebration. So what was the on field in the locker room celebration? Like, cause we always, we only get to see snippets of the video, but I can yeah. only imagine for a lot of guys, first time winning a championship oh, no, it was, a celebration of a lifetime. It was, it was crazy. But I didn't really get the uh, experience the, in the locker room, really, because I had to go oh, to the, you were with the press game, conference with us, uh, yeah. Interview, but it was still fun. Though. Like, I had a great time with the guys. Like a whole lot of water being thrown on a whole yeah. lot of gator being thrown on. No, it was fun. In your defense, I did say on the pod that that press conference was the most fun and like relax. Because sometimes, you know, especially after a loss, you know, you, those things can be kind of tense, especially mm -hmm. for us. Because I. I just don't want to be the guy that asked the wrong question. So, yeah. you know, but uh, in honor of finals week, so we got finals week coming up. Mm -hmm. Let's have you give yourself a grade from your performance for this season. For this season, I'd probably say, shoot, like a B. B. Like, even though I got all the accolades, I feel like it's a lot I got to work on personally. Like when I go out there, watch the game, like I don't really think, like I play 
like I think I can play good, but obviously, like you're I know still I looking play at better. the plays. That yeah, you're like, oh, like, I missed that, or I yeah, missed my key there. I don't yeah. really be looking at, oh, I had one out there, did this or that. I'm looking at the stuff I still messed up on, trying to uh, get better week in week out. Try to be a perfectionist, and that's mm-hmm. eventually how you'll become the best player you can be. Uh, for this game though, so interesting opponent. I actually watched a lot of Coastal Carolina because in an, in an instant they're kind of like how you guys were last year, where they went on a run and they no one really expected mm-hmm. that from them, but they run that that option style offense. So what kind of problems or or what kind of advantages do you think that this defense has going up against that type of uh, offense? Ooh, very disciplined defense. So I just feel like everyone knows their job. Everyone knows that what they have to do. So I just feel like, yeah, like the option stuff is kind of like eye candy. But like if yeah. you just know your keys, trust your keys, and you go out there, play fast, play physical, then no one really can stop us. Exactly, yeah. And I mean – it's a neutral site game. It's a bowl game. Anything can truly happen. And I think you guys are actually the first actual bowl game of the season or of the bowl season. Yeah. So uh, do you prefer – you almost prefer that, right, where it's like yeah, we yeah. don't have to all wait eyes on us, a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so you guys get a little bit of a shorter uh, turnaround. Do you have any final thoughts ahead of the game against Coastal Carolina? Anything you want to see from the team? No, I know the guys are going to go out there and give it their all. Last game, play for the seniors. Just go out there, leave an impact on the season. Do we know anyone that's scared of roller coasters or anything like that for university? You know anyone that's uh, going to be? I know me, hey, me personally, I ain't really, <laughs> I'm not a big roller coaster guy, but it's like, I still get on them. Though. Yeah. I don't really have no, like, I won't be there waiting in line and be like, no, I don't really want to go. <laughs> nah, I get we'll on. have to, we'll have to wait and see and uh, see who the, you know, the, the beasts are out on the oh, field, yeah. but like, don't put them on the giant drop. Like we don't want to be up there. I will say yeah. I'll do every roller coaster at like six flags, but when it comes mm-hmm. to the one where it's just up down, I'm yeah. so out on that one. But uh, final one, where can our listeners uh, follow you at on social? Um, Instagram is a uh, paid dot C and then Twitter, uh, CJ underscore Brown 24 keep playing like this one day that paid is going to be a check from Roger Goodell. So super uh, excited to see you play as well as you did this season. And then as a team for you, you know, you got the Mac champion hat. I got to find one of those. Things. Those things are hard to come by. I couldn't find one when I was leaving Detroit, but uh, I'm excited to see you guys play out there against coastal next Friday. Uh, but I got nothing else for you, man. I'm really excited. And uh, best of luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. Perfect. Thanks for joining me. All right, everyone, now that we've wrapped up with our, our player portion of the show, we do have a very special guest for today's episode. Today, we are joined by Mac Coach of the Year and Mac Champion Head Coach Thomas Hammock. Coach Hammock, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Hey, so you've been very busy the last few days. I see you went on a recruiting trip um, even as quick as like the night after. Wasn't it the night of after the championship? Yeah, right right after the game, I, I flew out. The busiest man in football. So what were some of the stops on the trip and uh, were you able to get a couple commits on the way out? Yeah, you know, um, mainly I went and saw committed kids. Uh, we got a big recruiting weekend um, this weekend. And so wanted to make sure I saw them at their home. Uh, and then obviously they'll reciprocate and come see us. But it's important to get in the houses and talk to the families and make sure they feel good about NIU and making the, making sure the parents feel good about everything that we are going to try to do for their sons. And I see you got a lot of home cooking this week. You have yes, some yes. nice wheels and some good weather, most importantly. The weather makes a big difference in your attitude and mentality. <laughs> yeah, I can. I must say that I was in Florida. And I felt like, you know, I needed to move down there. I mean, what what? you know, some sun, yeah. you know, it does a lot. For it, you. it brightens it you up. You, it, yeah. it energizes you. And uh, it, it was a great trip. So we talked back in July and, and honestly, coach, so much has happened. One of the best. See, I was telling Donna when we were, when I was walking in here as a, as a fan of the team, as a fan of sports, like it was the most fun season that I've ever watched. How does it feel to sit here at the end of it and be a Mac champion? And, and what does it mean for the program considering the age of your team? Well, I think, number one, you feel uh, validated that everything that we've done, uh, the process that we committed to, uh, the work that the players and coaches have put into it was rewarded. And uh, we are a young football team, um, and and I'm anxious to see uh, how we attack the offseason because now you are a champion. You have to go back to to ground zero uh, and build yourself back up because next year the new is a new challenge and what you did the year before doesn't matter. You talk about that validation. So I often ask the players this, uh, how does it feel that you proved yourself right as opposed to saying like, Hey, you proved other people wrong. 
it feels good. Yeah. And I think uh, it, it, it took the pressure off the players. Um, I've said all year, we are the best team in the MAC to prove otherwise. And uh, they, they bought into that mantra. So there was no pressure. We just go, had to go be us uh, and play our best football that we can play. And then knowing that you uh, were not able to get a MAC championship as a player, did it mean a little bit more to be able to get it as a coach? Yeah, I mean, anytime you win a championship is a big deal. Uh, and you see those flags that fly out there is championship flags. Those, forever. Those fly forever, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, you have 10-year reunions and 20-year reunions. Uh, I told this team they will always be connected um, because they were champions. And, and that's something that they should, they should, they should embrace. And then take us through, so from the moment that Gatorade, like, sent shivers down your spine till the second you were hoisting that trophy up on the stage, like, what were those moments like for you? It was, you know, it was surreal, to be honest with you. Um, nobody thought we would be there, right? And to get there and to get over the hump and to be the team uh, that beat us, you know, a month prior, uh, you know, it was just an awesome feeling. Um, it was a, it was a, a blur. Yeah. Um, and you just elated. Uh, you, you think of all the work that you put in. You, you, you reflect a little bit, uh, but it's been hard because you still got one more game. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you, you, all those emotions, you, you, you put them aside and try to do everything possible to, to play your best in the bowl game. And then throughout the season, you talk about being able to close teams out. How did it feel to be able to see that like complete game in the biggest spot of the season? And you also talk a lot about complimentary football, being able to play complimentary football. Yeah, I thought, you know, the way our defense played, uh, you know, they won the game. Uh, and obviously offense, we were able to do what we needed to do as far as running the football to keep their offense off the field. So, you know, we needed to play well in all three phases. And we did that. Even on special teams, we played well, pinning them deep and, and forcing them to go the, the long, hard way. Matt Ferentz, man, that, that one punt, I think it was in the second quarter, was just a ping, but announced as the Matt coach of the year, and I had been talking about it a couple of days before, and I'm like, it's it's got to be about as sure as a thing as there is, but I also said on the podcast last week that regardless of what people think of the group of five, the job that you've done here this year is good enough to get you mentioned for the Eddie Robinson National Coach of the Year, so what did, or what does that type of recognition mean to you and, and your staff as well? It means, you know, we put the work in, right? Um, to be Matt Coach of the Year, you, we're Matt Coach of the Year because everybody picked us to finish last. Yeah. And we finished first. So they, they could not deny us, right? And they could not deny the work that we put in because we played six Matt games last year. It was 0 6. All of them, we played those same teams again this year. Five and one. And we were five and one. And so um, that means we flipped the script and, and was able to. Uh, rally our kids, uh, build our program the way we we see fit and uh, have a chance to win big. I was sitting there and uh, I remember when I was in Detroit, we had that conversation just talking about like the poll and, you know, bulletin board material and stuff. And I remember when I got back to my hotel room and started recording, I crumpled up the poll. I ended up holding on to it. And I'm like, I almost kind of want to get it framed because it's just like so many, everybody down the line was wrong. Even at the beginning of the season, I said, you know, there, there could be an opportunity to compete for a MAC championship. But if you go back and you can listen to my tape, never did I say like, absolutely, this is going to happen. But I also saw another great thing this week. So I saw that you were given bonuses, quite a few bonuses this year, but instead of keeping them for yourself, you gave them to your staff. So what led you to, uh, to, paying it forward to your staff in that way? Well, you know, obviously when you had a program like NIU, uh, we don't have the budget um, as some other programs. Um, so, you know, I've, I've had guys be with me for three years that, that haven't gotten raises. Yeah. Uh, so I thought, you know, the thing to do would be able to uh, reward them if we had team success to, to, to disperse it amongst, amongst the staff. And I think that's the, the right thing to do. Um, so they can have a chance to uh, help provide for their families as well. And for those of you that don't remember, Coach Amick also did take a, he took a pay cut last year, remember, in the beginning did, of COVID. Yes. So the man that that continues to give, especially around the holiday times. And and to be honest, um, I know you were a legend as a player, but the, the coaching legend, like, score keeps going up week in and week that. out. And then I saw it, too, on the social, the social side of things. I know from the first time we talked, you always said, you know, I'm not really that good at Twitter. I and mean, it's like, did you see the list? You're on the, I, the I, highest I, interaction. I did see that. Hey. And, and really, that's for recruiting, obviously. Yeah. 
uh, a lot of my stuff is for recruiting and, and being able to reach and touch uh, high school student athletes. But hey, you you put your mind to it and now you're one of the better ones in the game at it. And, you know, maybe tweeting doesn't get your recruits, but it gets people to see like, hey, what do they got going on at NIU? It looks like they have a lot of fun stuff going on. Um, will you have time to squeeze in a vacation? Because like you said, you're very busy, but I'm going to take some time off after this bowl game couple extra rounds of yeah, golf or yeah yeah i'm gonna try to do something with my family and hang with them do you have uh your, your eyes set on any any spots not yet it was a work in progress well yeah. i beat we beat coastal you get you get some time to your family and your friends and then right back on that recruiting trail what does the opportunity mean to play in one more game and have was it an extra two weeks of practices for this young team yeah it means we can continue to develop ourselves uh physically uh emotionally, uh, football-wise, uh, and, and, and continue to build momentum into spring. And that's what a bowl game is for, to build the momentum into, into the offseason. And uh, what a great opportunity against a real good team. All right, so interesting matchup. First bowl game of the actual bowl season. I'm actually pretty excited for you guys to have that spot. But what have you seen so far from Coastal Carolina or for what have your coaches seen as well from Coastal? Yeah, I mean, dynamic football team. Uh, offensively, they they do a lot of things to stress you uh, with the with the option principles. They got a tight end that's an NFL type talent. Uh, their offensive line is very disciplined, uh, very physical, and defensively they can rush the passer. Their front seven uh, is the strength of their of their defense, and and their corners are exceptional players as well. You had uh, joked in the press conference that we just left about they, they should get their media timeouts in as early and often as possible. Uh, with that option rushing attack, what what challenges or what advantages do you think the defense will have going up against an option attack? Well, you know, the challenge is it, it, it becomes a perimeter game, right? You got one-on-one -on -one in space and you have to be able to make those plays and then you have to have discipline. Uh, everybody has to be assignment sound at each play. So uh, tremendous challenge, uh, but we, you know, we got some extra time to prepare and we got to make sure we take advantage of that. And then I, I saw that they have a, a lot of extra like team bonding stuff. You guys are going to Universal. Um, what does that mean for a team, like, as far as, like, the growing as, as friends and as teammates part aspect of it? Yeah, the chemistry uh, of a football team is everything, right? The chemistry in a locker room where you can have trust for your brother, I think that's what we've been able to uh, continue to mold and develop. And obviously a bowl game helps you enhance that um, because it gives you more time and more opportunities to do things that you normally uh, probably wouldn't do with, with, with teammates. And then as far as this whole season goes, what would you say leaves you the most proud of your of your men? The thing that, that leaves me the most proud is was their belief from the beginning. Right. So, you know, when you get have a team and you, you start talking your message, um, there has to be buy in uh, and they bought in completely and they understood last year was not us. It was a it was a learning and growing experience, uh, but we can play a lot better. Uh, and what they did was continue to get better each and every single week uh, and finish with the championship season. And then now that you are the champs, you go from, you know, go from hunters to being the hunted. What is the next step in the process? You always talk about the process of this team uh, now that you have that target on your back. Well, the, the next step of the process is, is going to happen January 17th when they come back. They got to come back with the mentality of we it starts over. Um, football is the one sport. There's no equity. You know, what you did last season is erased. Yeah. Uh, it's all about what are you going to do uh, in the current year? And so we got to go back to ground zero and we got to grind in the off season. We got to grind in the weight room uh, to continue to get better. And, and what we're trying to do is continue to add more talent and competition uh, at all positions where guys got to truly fight uh, to play. And then what do you want to see from the team in this bowl game in order to come come away with a victory and that 10th win of the season? Yeah, we, we, we got to play our best football. Uh, we've had two two exceptional practices to start, uh, but we got to continue to stack days. Uh, and then we got to go in there and, and play physical and play hard, uh, play discipline, not turn the ball over. We have to tackle. Uh, and, and that'll give us a chance to, you know, to be at our best and have a chance to win. I saw this last week on the AP poll that you guys received a vote. Like I said at the beginning of the season, as much as I would like for that to be my vote, it is not my vote. But you guys are in the conversation. A win and some other help in the bowl, bowl season could see you guys in the top 25 at the end of the season. What would that mean to the team? That would be awesome. That was one of their goals, uh, to be ranked in the top 25 
at the end of the season, one of their team goals. So that would be a, another thing that we can check off their list. And then two final things. A lot of times during the season, you talk about a compete team, the, the, how, how well the compete team does uh, to prepare you guys for the regular season. Do you have a, like a compete team MVP on offense and on defense for the whole year? Uh, we, we, like have, a, we haven't voted for it, but I can uh, on, on offense, um, Jeff Lomax would, would be up for strong consideration. Quarterback. Quarterback. Mm -hmm. uh, on defense, it would probably be Muhammad Jamey or Lewis Fry. And obviously, Muhammad Jamey wound up playing in the championship game yeah. last week. But he, he was on the compete team all year and got himself ready to play. Yeah, and I mean, I, I like that you call it the compete team, too, as opposed to the scout team. And, and one of my, like, favorite practices of yours is, you know, if you have a bad week in practice or if that guy outworked you, you see – week in and week out different tweaks to the uh to the starting lineup and you really do keep these guys competitive uh do you have a message for for husky nation uh, ahead of this week's bowl? well it is only a week away now it's only seven days out Correct. now ahead Correct. of the bowl game next week yeah come out support uh should be a great atmosphere great great game uh, and if you can't support watch it on tv um but we are we are just getting started uh in our process of, uh, as a program perfect well as always coach and even, you know, just for the last two years, I really appreciate you always taking time to, you know, fit me in your schedule for an interview and to help me grow as a journalist, as a podcaster. And uh, with that being said, man, I'm, I'm really excited to see you guys go out there and play on Friday and uh, go Huskies. Appreciate it. All right, everyone. I really do want to thank all of our guests for today's show, as we did have three of them. Shout out to NIU wide receiver Trayvon Rudolph, NIU safety CJ Brown, and the head honcho, our head coach, Thomas Hammock, for taking time to join this week's show ahead of this week's bowl game against Coastal Carolina. The game is Friday. It is game week. Um, it's uh, it's the first bowl game. Like I said, it's, it's Friday the 17th, 5 p.m. I'm looking at it right here on ESPN. ESPN matchup predictor football power index is only giving us a 21.9% chance to win, which – as we've seen these things, uh, they're never usually right. Um, yeah, and also on ESPN that says that Coastal is minus 10 and a half point favorite. So again, NIU against the world as I drop my phone, but it's uh, a, another opportunity, a chance to go and win 10 football games. And, and as we talked about a little bit earlier on the show, and I'm sure you guys saw NIU got a vote in the AP poll. So an opportunity to potentially be ranked when it's all said and done, because they still do put out one final poll at the end of bowl season, but just talk about an incredible ride to even get to this point and they get an opportunity to go to Florida. They're going to get to go to Universal studios. They're going to get to do a bunch of cool things down there uh, with the team, like as a team to help build, camaraderie chemistry and just to have some fun because i mean if you thought we had it stressful as fans as people that and even me as someone that like covers the team only imagine how stressful it is for the coaches and for the players and you know especially during this season and last season where they're not able to see their families throughout the season at all so it uh not at all because they come to games and stuff but you get what i'm saying like they they don't have time for anything they're full-time students full-time athletes and to win a championship as you heard from coach you have to be invested you have to believe and from the very start of this season this team has believed and i don't see that changing in this game uh coastal carolina had a very similar story last season as to ours as to like their meteoric rise to the top in one season and uh they return a good amount of their players their quarterback grayson mccall is a uh he's a gamer as i like to say i think he's a a real hard-nosed kid he can make the throws but they're a run first offense but he can also run his ass off so it'll be interesting to see. I, I don't, I don't know if, uh, cause I know he had been injured throughout the season. I don't know what his status is for his, for this game. Uh, if, if he's available, he does become kind of like a game changer for them. Uh, also at the tight end position, as coach Hammock alluded to their tight end, Isaiah likely is an NFL talent. Like he said, 
Uh, I've seen him play over the last two seasons and he makes the contested catches. He is hard to bring down in traffic. He is elusively fast for a tight end. I think he has some pretty good speed for a tight end. Uh, and he's just an all around baller. They really like to run the football. They have a sort of option attack. It's not like a triple option or even like how army or Navy runs it, but they run those option concepts and they're looking to get those one-on-one matchups on the outside with corners and safeties or even a linebacker and to try and make a guy miss. Uh, they're a very momentous team. Like they get off to slow starts sometimes, like I've seen throughout the season, they've gotten off to slow starts, but they're a team that at any point during the game can rattle off like 21 quick, like 21 quick points. So the defense considering how well they played last week against Kent state. I like their chance to, as long as they practice and prepare well enough in the week to the option. Cause a lot of the players probably haven't played the option at, at the college level. I think this is an opportunity where it could be a similar game to last time where it's like, yo, know, we're underdogs going in. People expect us to lose blah, 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 blah. Defense got a different story for you. Coastal likes to play also the same brand of football as us in a sense that they like to control the clock. They like having long sustained drives. They like winning the time of possession battle and they'll do anything in their power to make sure that that's possible. They really, really, really will try to bleed the clock and have those six, seven and eight minute drives on the reverse end of the spectrum. We also like to do the same thing. I do think, you know, in the bowl game, maybe we'll see some trick plays. Maybe we'll see, you know, them let Rocky, let Rocky rip, let him let it ride. Cause as you've seen throughout the season, there's so many different styles this team can win with. And maybe, you know, blow them out of the gym type style could be one that we utilize in this game, kind of like how they did in the Mac championship. But I think, it's probably going to be a close game, no matter, you know, if we win or lose, I think it's going to be a one possession game. I think it's going to be one of those games where it's like who has the ball last or who has the ball at the end of the game, but it's really going to come down to how our defense answers with the triple option. Because like I said, if we can get a couple stops early, if we can get them off their game and off their schedule, then they're going to have to pass the ball. And I'm not saying Grayson McCall is a terrible quarterback, but Coastal likes to win with their brand of football, how they like to play. When they have to go and and beat you down the field through the air, it doesn't come as easy to them. And as you've seen, our secondary and our pass rush the last few games have been phenomenal. The pass rush really the whole last like five games of the season has really been getting home and the secondary of the last few games has been making those plays and creating those turnovers to capitalize on the pressure that the D line is getting. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be one of those games. It's going to take everyone. We're going to need everybody, all 22 special teams players included to all have a good game. Uh, this is a team that, you know, as much as I love our team and I think we have a great team, this is a team that is older than us. They have a more experienced team and they have a lot of talent. I'm not going to say they're more talented than us, but they've been in these positions more often than we have. But as you've seen, pressure does not affect our, our Huskies, the cardiac Huskies. They don't, they don't blink an eye. They don't bat an eye. They put together drives. They get the stops. They get the turnovers. They're dumping Gatorade on coach hammock. You feel me? Like the pressure has not gotten to this team all season, first first game of the season against a power five on the road, new quarterback, get a win. They've always just found a way to win a football game, found a way to go 1-0 this week. And as you heard from the players and Coach Hammock, this week is no different. There's a lot at stake for the guys. Like I said, opportunity to get to 10 wins, opportunity to be ranked in the top 25 for the first time in a few years, uh, first time for sure in Coach Hammock's regime. and, and you go to Florida, like you get to go to Florida with your team, with everybody. It's not just the players that normally travel uh, for a game because 
probably about 20, 30 players. I wouldn't say maybe 30, but at least 20 players that don't travel each week for the games, like the red shirt guys, the underclassmen guys that aren't, you know, roster guys, they're, they're competing guys and stuff like that. So it is an opportunity and an experience of a lifetime. Uh, like I said, uh, on the Twitter last week for me too, uh, I'm really trying to get to this game because this game means a lot to me uh, as someone who has, you know, a mother right now who's currently battling stage three cancer, like the cause of the bowl, the, you know, the, the money that's going to go to research, all the, the different activities that they have going on down there throughout the week. I really wanted to take her with, but she actually just got out of the hospital on Tuesday or she went to the hospital on Tuesday. She just got out of the hospital on Saturday, almost at like the buzzer to make it to my graduation. Like I had spent the night over at her place to take care of our dog who I have, he's sitting with me right now. He's, he's passed out, but he's a Husky fan as well. And uh, she called me Saturday right around noon as I was about to go, or it was before noon, probably like, maybe like 10, 30, 11. I was about to go see her. Uh, before graduation and she told me not to come and that she was going to be able to make it and uh, it really meant the world to me and someone that has always had my back and someone that is an absolute warrior and uh, a fighter and she as well uh, loves her huskies she she does a little facebook live like uh like almost like her little mini podcast i guess you would say uh, to keep all our family in the loop and stuff when she does chemo. And uh, Wednesday when she was in the hospital, she did a little video. She's kind of saying, like, how she wanted the game to go and stuff. And it was the cutest thing in the world. Like, I don't know, it broke my heart to see that she was in the hospital. But, um, yeah, she was – before the MAC championship, she was like, no pressure. Like, you guys got this. Like, all the stuff that she used to say to me uh, before one of my games. So – and she's been to the live show. She's met a couple of guys. She met like Liam and Braden. So she, she really rallied behind uh, the team because she knows the success means everything to a guy like me who uh, gets the front row seat to cover it. But yeah, a win in this game and, and just all the like tribute stuff uh, probably had me cutting onions in the, in the press box, but my mom ha has three or four treatments left and then we can ring that bell and hopefully this is the third time I believe she's gone through it. It'll be, it'll be gone and over with. And, you know, if you're a listener to this show and, and you have a, a family member or, or someone that's been affected by cancer, uh, my DMS are always open. I'm always open to, uh, to talk and to help people get through that type of stuff because it takes a lot from an entire family. It takes everyone almost like a team uh, to get through that situation and, I know it's taken a lot from us and our family. And I know this, you know, a football game is just minute to those type of things. But, you know, in a game like this where it's the cure bowl and that cure means the world to me, a win at the cure bowl would mean a world would mean the world to me and to my family because like she has gone through so, so much and uh she loves her some Husky football. So hopefully the boys can get it done out there on Friday. Uh, I'm in the process of my logistics of getting there. Um, obviously with Detroit, me having finals, having a graduation this week, having a grad party and just like super busy. I, and then money too, obviously money. I didn't know uh, if I was going to be able to go, but I, have submitted my credential request. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it'll, it'll prove. I don't see why it wouldn't. And I'm in the process of looking at flights and hotels. Uh, big Spirit Airlines guy. I don't know what the hotel situation is looking like, but I would just like something with a pool. Just something with a pool and maybe one of those little bars at the pool that has those drinks with the umbrellas in it. <laughs> That's it. As well as my only two requests. Uh, Cause I am going to be going in on Thursday if I do go. So I'll be there for uh, a little bit of a, a vacay day for myself uh, before the game. And cause it's crazy how flights work on uh, Thursday, you get a flight 
hundred dollars cheaper than Friday. So you end up just paying for an extra day and you have an extra day. Maybe I'll go to universal or I'll go to Disney or something. Uh, so that'd be fun to do, but yeah, I know they're far away from the beach in Orlando. So I think I'll just have to be a pool guy with it, but yeah, I, I don't think I can miss this game. I've, I've worked way too hard throughout the season to get to this point, to, to be in a position to cover these type of games. And, and uh, two, I want to say, I know I almost like released a tweet as kind of like satire, like as kind of like a joke, like I'm a broke college kid. Like I was empty in the piggy bank, but the immense amount of support from our followers and from our listeners, like that also means the world to me. Uh, as someone who just kind of started this off of whim and, and it was just an idea to see the level of support that I have in Husky Nation uh, makes me so proud to be a Husky. And like, like I had people who were like, you, you, sh- you know, let me Venmo you or, or, or this or that. And I'm like, I'm personally like not the type of person that would, that would want to take somebody's money to go do something that I see as work as important, as important. So um, although those were very kind gestures and I do appreciate all the gestures and the people that reached out, I will have, you know, um, I worked a couple extra shifts. I worked Saturday, like right after my graduation. So uh, there was that, but uh, I worked some extra shifts. I'm working some extra shifts this week ahead of the bowl game. And uh, I also, I always forget about this too, but I also got some money from my family from graduation. So I'm probably like the finance, the finances are done. Uh, I've requested off of work. Work is done waiting on the credential request and then hopefully not a shitbox hotel. Cause if, if it's a shitbox, it probably doesn't have a uh, pool, but <laughs> anywhere with the pool, some Wi-Fi that I can hook into to do the show and, and do uh, write my end of the season article. And uh, yeah, as far as the game goes offensively, uh, just be us, do what we do. Coach said that, you know, when he, when we talked to him, you know, you don't need to change anything, you, you know, work with what works. And obviously they don't get into game plan in the press conference or in the interview. But if I had to take a guess, I would say that it's going to probably be a balanced attack. Like it has been towards the second half of the season. Uh, I'll probably see about 25, 30 attempts from Rocky, probably about 25, 30 attempts from the backs. And it, you're really just going to have to wait and see to get a feel of the game. But I think best case scenario, similar to the Mac championship, Take the ball first, go down and score, get that stop from your defense and get those boys roaring, get those guys cooking, get those guys amped up and juiced up. Get that stop and an early lead, a nice like a nice like coach hammock trademark, like six, seven minute drive, like a fourth down and some third down conversions and keep the pressure on Coastal. And I think there's an opportunity to win this football game. Uh, like I said, I think it's uh, it's going to be a close game no matter who wins the game. But I think that as we have throughout this entire season, you know, when they're underdogs, I, I want to say I think Eddie was the one who released the tweet. I'm pretty sure Northern is, is like eight and four or nine and four against the spread or something. And uh, games that they've won outright as underdogs mm-hmm. – they won against Ball State as an underdog. They won against Western – or no, they lost to Western. They won against Central Michigan as an underdog, and they beat – no, Eastern Michigan I think was like what they call pick them where it's like the same uh, payout on each side. So I think I think there there's one more underdog win squeezed in there. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But two that I know for sure uh, were Ball State and Central Michigan. And, I mean, I know, like we said with the poll and like we've said all season, like with the the plus 4,000 and all this stuff, these people that are in charge of these things that, that make the lines and make the polls and make all this stuff, they don't respect this team. And, and that's more of the reason why I think we win this game because it's a, it's another game where it's like everyone has counted us out. Like I said, the FPI power index from ESPN is giving us a 21% chance to win this game. That's not law. 
that doesn't mean really much of anything. Like neither does the line or, or any of the other stuff, but it's just like, bro, who the hell do we have to be to get some damn respect around here? You feel me? Like they're going to have to be, they got some great games next year. Vandy comes to NIU. They play against uh, Kentucky. Like they're going to have all the opportunities to do that next year. But this, that first year back, first year out, first year for coach hammock in a bowl game and they're Mac champions. So they're playing against a team from the fun belt. We got Mac versus the fun belt. Um, try to follow that same game script as last time. Try to get an early lead. Try to keep that pressure on Coastal throughout the entire game and let the chips fall where they may. On the defensive side of the ball, we're probably going to have to keep a heavy box. Um, we're going to need big games from the linebackers, from Lance Dillon and Nick Routine. Uh, from the you know, probably going to have to rotate at the linebacker position because they're going to be going they're going to be going sideline to sideline all game, but the front seven is the most important part of this game. The defensive line, the ends need to contain and they need to keep their guy in front of them and and, and eliminate those big plays uh, in the running game. I think that if they can get a couple sacks in this game. Get, get McCall out of his game because he is a quarterback that can be rattled. He's still he's still only 19 or 20 years old. He's a young guy. He's a freshman last year. Uh, played a lot of big games, beat BYU. They ended up losing their bowl game. I think they played in the Cure Bowl last year as well, but against Liberty. And that game was – I mean, they had like a fumble on the one-yard line in the final minute of the game. That game was insane. Um, but it's a little bit of a different makeup for this Coastal team. And – defensively if they can if they can they're not going to be able to completely stop the run but if they can contain and limit the run and keep them say under 100 yards or under 150 yards on the ground I really like our like our chances are only improving more to win this game when McCall does make plays with his arm uh we can't let it be Isaiah likely we can't let likely beat us over the seam and over the middle that guy is a phenomenal player and another player that Coastal will be sending to the NFL after this year. But defensively, if they can just keep everything in front of them and not allow the big plays and not allow them to, you know, lose that battle up front and lose the, you know, the line of scrimmage and allow them to run for, you know, four, five, six yards a pop, there is zero reason why we cannot come away with this game with a win. And offensively, my key player for this game is, I will say, the running back room. Because, you know, we use Ontario, we use Jay, we use Mason Blakemore. I don't believe Harrison Whaley will be available for this game. I'm pretty sure he's just done for the season. Um, I got to see him uh, this last week, but I, like, I don't even know why I didn't ask. I just totally forgot to ask. But from what I saw, I mean, the kid had the biggest grin on his face. He was happy, uh, happy to see me. And I was happy to see him as well. And I'm, I'm going to be excited to see him back out on the field because <laughs> four-man punch next year, Blakemore, Ducker, Ontario Brown, and Way Lee. Like, come on. Are you serious? Like, who's stopping that? Too much ammo. And the receivers will have another year. It'll be Trayvon Rudolph as the number one next year. We'll still get Cole Tucker back. But on the offensive side of the ball, the, the trio of Ontario Brown, Mason Blakemore, and Jay Ducker, um, time of possession will be important in this game, keeping that offense off the field because they, like, like I said, they get the ball. They're going to try to hold it for a, a couple minutes, over five minutes, seven-minute drives, eight-minute drives, you, you know, that's – not going to be too out of the realm of possibilities. There could very well only be like 12, 12 to 14 drives in this game, maybe 15. Like both teams do a, a tremendous job at keeping the ball away from the other team. And I know that seems like petty or why, like, like I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, but we found with our NIU team, that is one of our best ways to win. We just absolutely – you know, demoralize a team by just beating them through the tackles with our power running game. And, and then, you know, eventually taking those shots to where a guy like Trayvon or Tyrese or Cole or Messiah Travis is wide open down the field. So calculated risks, this game, let Rocky get his shots in, let the running back, you know, let the running back room eat 
and leave everything out on the table. It's the last game of the season. You got nothing to lose, no standings or anything that you have to worry about. You just got to worry about being 1-0 this week. So with that being said, uh, key players to this game is going to be the offensive or is going to be the running back room. And then on the defensive side of the ball, mm, I'm going to go Michael Kennedy. Defensive end, big, big game for the defensive ends this week. If we can get a couple TFLs from Michael Kennedy, for him to be creating the havoc that he was creating in the MAC championship and down the stretch towards the end of this season, it's going to be a tough day to get those option pitches off. It's going to be a tough day for those misdirection plays because our guy, Michael Kennedy, knows how to stay home and he can create a lot of plays in that backfield. So on the defensive side of the ball, I'm going to go with Michael Kennedy for my player of the game, my key player of the game. Special teams, John Richardson. The John Richardson, the John Richardson perfect game special, as we say every week. Make all your kicks, make all your extra points, keep all your kicks in bounds. And we're going to add one more to that. I want another tackle from my guy, John Richardson. He's got a couple hit sticks on his uh, he got a couple hit sticks on his helmet this year couple helmet stickers from just laying dudes out as you heard when he was on the show you know when he was growing up he was playing a lot on the defensive side of the ball so he still has that uh that same mentality and and he's not just a a John Doe on that kickoff if the if the play makes his way to him just as much as he wants to make every field goal he wants to make sure he doesn't get a kick return ran back on him and if he is that last line of defense he is going to put his body on the line for that so We'll call it the John Richardson perfect game, perfect on field goals, all his kickoffs and bounds, and one tackle from our guy, John Richardson. So with that being said, score prediction, I will say 31 to 27 are Huskies. It's going to be a great game. Like I said, it's going to be a close game. Um, a gambling perspective on this game for the out-of-state betters is I would take the 10 and a half points. You always take points. Uh, well, not always, because as you see, some teams like the Bears last night don't cover those spreads. But 10 and a half is a lot of points for a game that these teams are relatively even evenly matched, I would say. And people say it's kind of biased, but similar mindset to like what I said before the MAC championship and, and shout out to uh listener of the show nick berziech for i probably butch that he's gonna roast me if i butch that but either way shout out to nick for cashing a uh a hundred dollar bet on an iu to win the mac to win four thousand forty one hundred dollars because you get your hundred dollars back so absolutely legendary bet i looked up the probability of that bet at the beginning of the season and it was 2.4 percent so shout out to you if you also place that bet um win a little bit of money off the glory, but for this game, I think uh, either NIU money line or the spread of plus 10 and a half points are both good bets uh, for the over under. I don't, I don't really have a, a pick for that. Um, could go either way. It could be a very high scoring game. It could be a low scoring game, but uh, either way it, it will be a good game. And I think a competitive game and a one possession game, I did actually like put together picks throughout this entire season. I'm sure you guys have seen on Twitter uh, just of college football games uh, throughout the year. And I did not do picks championship week or this last week. Cause it was just army Navy, but I went 500. I went 88, eight and or 88, 88 and two. And it honestly was 89, 88 and one, the one push, but the way their like grading system works is sometimes they'll like, when I make my picks, it's not like the line that I actually picked. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool to like pick games for an entire season and, and see like how I would stack up. And I did better in NFL. I'm around like 58% in NFL, 50%, 51% in in college football and uh, professional handicappers pick at around 54%. So for my first year, uh, I'll say it was pretty good at picking games. Maybe one day they'll allow me to, uh, to have a vote in the poll or to, to figure out who the teams are that are better than the other teams, or maybe one day they'll make me uh, 
the line maker. Maybe I'll make the lines. Who knows? A lot on the horizon for my future. Um, but as I said, we ain't leaving. Uh, basketball season is, is in full effect. I obviously won't be able to get out to as many basketball games as I would like just because student loans will be calling soon. But as many games as I can get to, as many games as I can cover, as many games as I can do the tweets for, all that, um, all Huskies all the time. And I'm really just grateful for this show. Um, shout out to, to uh, our SID, Donna Turner. Uh, as I was going to my last press conference on Friday, I was sitting down, getting ready, preparing all my stuff. And uh, she made like a special announcement that, you know, me and James, uh, James Krause from the Northern Star, uh, we're, we're in the Red Black podcast as well, uh, are both going to be graduating. James graduated with his undergrad yesterday. I graduated on Saturday. And she gave us both like the official team shirt, like the, the NIU shirt that like the strength coaches or the players wear. And honestly, man, like, the coolest experience of a lifetime the last two years. And I do still want to find someone for the future of the show to take over the show. But at that time, that person is not available and uh, I'm having too much fun with it. Like I said, after the Mac championship, I'm not ready to, to let it go. I'm still on tap through and through. And uh, that's about it, man. Uh, we're, we're not going to be able to get a live show in, before the bowl game, uh, just because of the quick turnaround. But on the other side of the bowl game, we looked at, we're looking to have uh, one more live show, uh, potential for an autograph signing with some of the fatty sponsored athletes. And obviously during the bowl game, there will be a watch party there. So if you're not able to make it down to Florida for the bowl game, watch party at fatties as usual. Uh, the game kicks off at, I want to say, yeah, so it's five o'clock central time. and yeah, I, I really think that we have a really good chance to win this game. We go out there, we play our brand of football, and the rest will take care of itself. I'm super proud of this team, regardless of a result in this game, and super excited for the future that this team has. But with that being said, I got NIU 31-27. to I got the running backs as my key players of the game on offense. And on the defensive side, defensive end, Michael Kennedy with a big game. He's going to basically have like a lawn chair in the backfield. He's he's going to have kind of like, you know how they uh, in old movies, they would have like the guy laying out on the beach with the mirror, like trying to to get some extra sun. That's what Michael Kennedy is going to be doing out there on Friday in the backfield. But with that being said, um, we really do appreciate you for listening to this episode of Huskies on Tap. And for our listeners that have been with us through this season, through last season, and all the way back to about pro day of 2019, I'm forever grateful uh, for you guys coming along on this journey with me to be there for every step of the way to see this, you know, the highest of the highs, the lowest of the lows, me, <laughs> me, ugly girl crying on the pod, all that. Um, it's been the greatest experience that I've been a part of. And really like all came full circle for me graduating on Saturday, graduating along alongside guys like Lance DeVoe and Braden Patton, guys that I can, you know, guys that I am friends with, I was classmates with, they were a big part of this show. And uh, I'm excited also to see the NFL draft process and the pro day uh, for all these guys to have that opportunity. But with that being said, this was Huskies on Tap, presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill, and brought to you by On Tap Sportsnet. At the top of the episode, we were joined by NIU wide receiver Trayvon Rudolph, NIU safety CJ Brown, and NIU head coach and MAC coach of the year Thomas Hammock. CJ Brown also a lot of a lot of awards this year, and Trayvon Rudolph a lot of awards this year as well. Uh, a very well decorated team, a very hardworking team because we wouldn't have it any other way than the hard way but with that being said we'll be back with you guys on the other side of this game from sunny orlando hopefully in a hotel that has at least three stars but and a pool three stars a pool and a wi-fi up the requirements but we'll be back with you guys and go we 
got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Twelve put me over, coming with it. They took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping in heart away.